Hey, everyone. I'm David Chalian, the CNN political director. This is the CNN political briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Monday, March 14th. Look, we have an ambitious agenda. So let's go get it done. Democrats are facing tough political headwinds in advance of November midterms, and that leaves the party looking to President Biden to come up with a winning strategy. President Biden last week spoke to Senate Democrats at their conference that they were holding, to House Democrats at their annual issues conference, and to the Democratic National Committee, which was convening its winter meeting here in Washington, D.C. That is to say, President Biden spent a lot of time last week trying to put forth a message that his party can run on in November, in the midterms. Now, as we've talked about before here, and we'll no doubt talk about many, many times between now and November, history is clearly only as good of a guide as it can be. There's no predicting that things will unfold this year exactly as they have in, in previous years. But it is some sort of a guide, which is that parties in control of the White House tend to not do so well in midterm elections. And so Democrats find themselves in a really tough position. Because not only historically would the party expect to suffer losses, the margins in the House and the Senate are about as close as they could possibly be. I mean, you're dealing with very, very evenly divided House and Senate chambers. And if you add on to that the current environmental factors politically, you have a president who is underwater in the polls. You have his big domestic agenda item, formerly known as Build Back Better, the big social spending bill, the climate bill, sort of went up in flames when Joe Manchin of West Virginia back in December said it's a no-go for him. You have inflation that continually seems to be record-breaking, like we haven't seen in some four decades. You have gas prices literally breaking records nearly every day and hurting folks where it counts. And it's hard to break through that with the reality of record job creation and economic factors that seem to suggest there's a healthy economy and revival of the economy post-COVID that's happening, that life in many, many areas of America is returning to a bit of normalcy, to a bit of a pre-COVID mentality, given all the vaccinations that are out there. And those accomplishments are real. I mean, it's why President Biden in a high-profile State of the Union address made sure to highlight the American Rescue Plan that $1.9 trillion package. And yet the president clearly understands, as he told the House Democrats on Friday, that they can't just point to some big spending bill and expect that to be the winning message in and of itself. All of that is true, but it is tough to break through things like record high inflation. Never mind a war in Ukraine being conducted by Russia and Putin, which is consuming all of the president's time. So where do the Democrats go from here? Well, they certainly have gotten rid of the build back better moniker. That was what most of 2021 was all about for the party, trying to get that infrastructure bill passed, the bipartisan one that they did. And then that larger social spending, the big investment in climate change combating efforts, that Build Back Better proposal, not only is it dead, but so is the name, which White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki was recently asked about. 
No one cares about the type, the name in the American public. They care about what's in it and what it's going to do. Um, and so that's what we're most focused on. So now when you see the president go out and do political events, you may see signage that says building a better America. It's just some other version of this. But whatever the name, they have to figure out a plan forward if they're going to try to pass some significant legislation that they can take onto the campaign trail. To that end, today, a group of 89 House Democrats sent a letter to President Biden urging the president to use climate action as the issue to restart negotiations on a Democratic spending bill. This comes a few weeks after Joe Manchin, whose vote, as you know, is critical. He's the one that scuttled the original larger version of this. Well, he opened the door for new negotiations and suggested in his outline of what would be acceptable to him would certainly be some of the money targeted to combating climate change. Now, the reality is there is no concrete plan here yet. There are going to have to be pretty intense negotiations all over again from moderates and progressive Democrats to first get on the same page and then try to figure a way through the House and all 50 Democrats in the Senate. That's a long way off. But Democratic leaders are concerned that their party is suffering from an enthusiasm gap. And one way to get Democrats excited to come out to the polls in a midterm year is to rally around some core principles that the party is fighting for to get passed through Congress and onto the president's desk for a signature. But all of that being said, that is not stopping President Biden from trying to steer his party on the path he thinks will provide them the best chance. We have a record to be proud of. We're going to continue to stand up to meet the great challenges of our time, voting rights, climate change, gun violence, criminal justice, immigration, and so much more. Another way that President Biden and his team expect to rally Democrats and get them enthusiastic is by fulfilling his promise to put the first African-American woman on the United States Supreme Court. As you may know, Ketanji Brown Jackson, the judge that Biden has nominated to the court, will begin her Senate confirmation hearings next week up on Capitol Hill. But after delivering the State of the Union address, after spending three days last week rallying Democrats from every corner of the party, it's still not quite clear sort of what the bumper sticker is for Democrats to make the case that their majorities should be renewed by the American people this November. One thing that Democrats seemed a little hopeful about in the last few days was that President Biden's approval rating in the polls since the Russian invasion of Ukraine, since he delivered the State of the Union address, where that was a big focus, has seen the slightest uptick. Now, whether the president is at 40 percent or 42 percent is not going to be the difference maker in saving Democratic majorities, because for that, the president's approval rating needs to significantly get above the low 40s. But he has stopped going in the wrong direction and seems to have turned around a bit, given the credit that the American people seem to be giving the president on his leadership of this moment dealing with Russia's invasion of Ukraine and rallying the West and NATO allies in this moment of crisis. Which may be why Joe Biden, though he gave those addresses last week, is not as focused on a midterm message as he is on making sure to get this global moment correct. That's it for today's political briefing. Thanks so much for listening. And please take a moment and be sure to follow us wherever you get your podcasts. We'll talk to you tomorrow. When you work, you work next level. When you play, you play next level. 
And when it's time to sleep, Sleep Number smart beds are designed to embrace your uniqueness, providing you with high-quality sleep every night. Sleep next level. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599. Save $300 for a limited time, only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Prices higher in Alaska and Hawaii.